You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 19. Today, we'll read the 19th chapter of Matthew together. We'll hear what Jesus has to say about divorce, children, riches, and rewards. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. Outside of our time together, I'm reading the Bible cover to cover this year in the ESV, the English Standard Version. The plan I chose is chronological. And so as I entered 2 Samuel, the plan has me skipping around the Psalms. This morning's reading included Psalm 103. And boy, is it an old favorite. Bless the Lord, O my soul and all that is within me. On those days when you can't find your praise voice for God, or you need a reminder of the many things He's done for us, just flip straight to Psalm 103. Okay, now let's get going on our reading plan, shall we? Matthew chapter 19 When Jesus had finished saying these things, He departed from Galilee, and went to the region of Judea, across the Jordan. Large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. Some Pharisees approached him to test him. They asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife on any grounds? Haven't you heard, he replied, that he who created them in the beginning made them male and female? And he also said, For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Why then, they asked him, did Moses command us to give divorce papers and to send her away? He told them, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because of the hardness of your hearts, but it was not like that from the beginning. I tell you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another, commits adultery. His disciples said to him, If the relationship of a man with his wife is like this, it's better not to marry. He responded, Not everyone can accept this saying, but only those 
to whom it has been given. For there are eunuchs who were born that way from their mother's womb, and there are eunuchs who were made by men, and there are eunuchs who have made themselves that way because of the kingdom of heaven. The one who is able to accept it should accept it. Then little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray, but the disciples rebuked them. Jesus said, Leave the little children alone, and don't try to keep them from coming to me, because the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After placing his hands on them, he went on from there. Just then, someone came up and asked him, Teacher, what good must I do to have eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? He said to him, There is only one who is good. If you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. Which ones? He asked him. Jesus answered, Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. I have kept all these, the young man told him. What do I still lack? If you want to be perfect, Jesus said to him, go, sell your belongings and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard that, he went away grieving, because he had many possessions. Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it will be hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were utterly astonished and asked, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Then Peter responded to him, See, we have left everything and followed you, so what will there be for us? Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, in the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields because of my name will receive a hundred times more and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. It's difficult not to stumble over the last part of this chapter. What exactly does rich look like? Probably most of us quickly point out that we are far from rich. But compared to whom? I spoke to a dear friend yesterday, and she and I spent some time talking about how easy it is to collect possessions and to become attached to them. I have empathy toward this young man. Today we might compare him to a dot-com kid out of the Silicon Valley, or maybe an up-and-coming politician 
He's accumulated some wealth, he's living the good life, and even prides himself on regularly going to church and being a good guy. He goes away sad because he knows in his soul there's not a snowball's chance that he'll give up his wealth, and he seems acutely aware that he may be risking his eternity. The disciples are so confused because in their culture, being rich was an indicator of approval from God. Like, if you were rich, it must have meant you were on God's A-list. But as usual, here's Jesus blowing the socks off of their preconceived notions, and probably ours too. I know there are a lot of suggested interpretations of his illustration, but let's you and I just take that statement at face value today. There's no way we're going to be able to cram a camel through the eye of a needle. But then Jesus makes that incredible statement that allows our anxieties to melt away and gives us hope. What is impossible for man is possible with God. Ah, let's pray. Oh God, here again you prove that you knew. You knew long before any of us existed that wealth would distract us, that possessions would take our eyes off of you. And yet, you made a way for us still to be with you. Jesus, thank you once again for this indescribable gift. May we take a hold of it and never let go. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.